Okay, we're live. The first thing that I did want to say is that, because we just haven't really talked about this yet, is that we have to pay for any more podcasts that we want to upload. We have to start paying. Means you better start getting your shit together. I mean, or you need to start getting your shit together. Or these people need to start paying us. If you're listening, pay. Yeah. This is really great content, and you should be paying us. Honestly, it's not that great of content. But if you want to learn how to get your shit together, you can struggle through that problem with us. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say great segue, but... Segue to what? (laughs) See, Brandon doesn't know how to talk. He just knows how to narrate talking. (laughs) No, it was a good segue into how our podcast is slightly changing from the first, second, and and third one. Yeah. Because we decided that... Well, we don't know a lot about anything. And the things we do know, what we do know about, we don't really know a lot about those things. And the things that we do know a lot about aren't interesting enough to actually talk about. And so... But we really don't know a lot about anything. Yeah. So what we're going to talk about is what we don't know, what we're doing to try to fix that problem, and what we're learning along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And we're hoping that, you know, as we put more videos out, and or not videos, but more podcasts, and we talk more, and, you know, I have a feeling that people go through the same exact problems that you and I do, and it's like... Yeah, you know, life is really, really complicated and really Dude, hard. it's hard. You know, uh, I'll just start with like one of the reasons that we took a break and what we're attempting to do is what well, we felt like, especially after our third podcast, our second one was good. You know, I think we, we talked about something really important. I liked it. The power differential thing was awesome. We tried to do that again and then we realized, okay, we can't do this every time. Like we don't have that many insights to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were like, okay, well, we need to start reading and learning. So since that time, you bought 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. I've watched his entire biblical series and we've both started his Maps of Meaning course. Things that we haven't done that we've wanted to do. Finished <laughs> 12 Rules for Life. <laughs> <laughs> um We both got bullet journals. We both wanted to journal. Neither of us have been consistent. I've skipped two months. Yeah. And so I started again last week. I wrote down the whole week kind of ahead of time. Which if you don't know what bullet journal is, it's a really cool, really simplistic way. It's a, you just, I mean, you can buy it at Barnes and Noble. You can use any journal you want really, but yeah. But if you buy, you buy, I mean, if you buy the exact one, then it kind of, it works well. And then you can just get on YouTube and he'll walk you through all the steps of like how he organizes his bullet, like his journal. And it's really simple, but it also is like a great way to, let me just pull mine out and I'll kind of, because it's a really amazing tool. It's quick and effective at the same time. So like you start out, at the very beginning of your bullet journal, you have your index. Wow, what an idea. I'm going to index my journal. So it's just two pages. 
and there's page numbers on every page. And when you start a new month or you put something important, you put that in your index, right? So that you can flip to things quickly and find them. After that, after your index, you have your future log. And there's, in the in the one that comes with the bullet journal, there's four future log pages, which is perfect for if you divide each page into three, it's, well, 12 months. So that's a year, which is, you know, that's great. So you if you... We don't have to do a full tutorial on the bullet I'm journal. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just explaining it. It's cool because this is what we've been doing. What have we been doing over the last month? Fucking nothing. Nothing, exactly. So what am I talking about? We got about? a cool little book that like we can organize our thoughts with. And yeah. like, I'd recommend it. It's a good start. It's a good place to start. But, okay, what are the downfalls of the bullet journal? Let's just talk about the difficulties that you've encountered. Why haven't you used it consistently yet? It's what not, stopped not difficult. you? difficult. I'm just lazy. Okay. Are you actually lazy? No. Okay, so what is it about journaling itself that's difficult to do consistently? Yeah, I don't know. You know? Nothing. It's fine. Yeah, it's not hard. It's a, is it the biggest thing is is it worth my time? When you're using it consistently, yeah. was it worth your time? I don't know. Hmm. I haven't used it consistently enough yet to see. Okay. I mean, I think that's one of the things that I kind of want to talk about now is like... What to do with your fucking time. Well, and why is it hard in and of itself to do the things you want? And why, like Jordan Peterson talks about, you know, just overcoming the first hurdles of, like, I really want to start the self-authoring program. You know, I got the whole suite, past, present, and future authoring. It's going to be an excellent tool when I finally sit down to do it. And you paid for it already? I've paid for it. Okay, so that's a great first step. Yeah, exactly. I've even done the first step. I've paid for it. And I've re-logged into it so I know that I can find the email and I know that I can log in. Yeah. The, and yet I haven't started it yet. Oh, why? You know? And, and Jordan Peterson talks about this all the time. This is a huge problem. He he deals with this all the time. Of the people he talks to ask him, why can't I just do it? What is in my way? And the biggest thing here is, like, you know, I've listened to a lot of MMA fighters talk about how they finally got their shit together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to stop worrying about the what you're going to do and you have to really start worrying about the why you're doing it. Mm. And when you focus on your motivation, that's when you can start developing discipline and, you know, motivation's not going to be there every day. And that's where discipline comes in because you have to have discipline in order to do this shit over and over and over again that you need to do to make your life better because you're not going to wake up every day feeling ready to go and ready to do that shit. You yeah. Know? You're going to wake up the next day and realize, Jesus, I just did arms on Monday. I did legs on Tuesday and now it's Wednesday and my arms, literally my arm didn't fucking unbend that day. Like it was so tight in my bicep that like I couldn't straighten my arm. And what did you do that day? Did you end up going and working well, out? It was Wednesday. So I went to work. Okay. But I mostly just, I stretched for a little bit and I saunaed for a bit. Okay. Because I just, you know, my legs were 
I just did legs the toast. day before, but my legs weren't really sore. But they were because I did a bunch of fucking jump jump lunges, and, okay. and that really just you know. My legs really were like, so then Wednesday hit and it's like, all right, now I don't have the motivation anymore. And a part of that is because I already felt accomplished. It's like, oh, I did good. Mm. I'm sore. Yeah. So bringing out your goal. Yeah. So why was your goal? I'm going to work out two days this week. That wasn't my goal. I know, but you felt accomplished by that. Because I was fucking sore. (laughs) Yeah. So. So you have to really lay out your goals. You have to lay, lay out some Because I goals. didn't lay out a goal. I mm. just, my, well, my goal is to work out more consistently. But okay. that's a pretty broad scope. It's like I could yeah. work out two days and that's more consistently than I've been working out. Interesting. So it's like, okay, well, no. now we got to make it a little bit more specific. That's really funny because in my bullet journal, I wrote, fix workout routine. <laughs> okay, so what does that mean? And is that a good enough goal? Probably not. You know, why not? Like you just said, what does it mean to fix my, first of all, what does it mean to fix my workout well, that, routine? The way you worded it. Exactly. Yeah. All I wrote down was but fix your you workout routine. If you actually did fix it, that'd be an amazing goal. It, yes. But I need to actually, okay, what are the steps to so fixing my workout routine? Work out every day. Mm. I don't know if I could do that yet. And I don't know if I even have the discipline or motivation or the, even the, the, orientation to want to work out every day right now so i think that's i mean it depends on what you want if you don't need to work out every day then don't Mm -hmm. i want to okay so it's like yeah i don't necessarily have any of those things yet either to work out every day like the motivation it's kind of like you have to work towards them no you just got to do it is that what it is i think so you don't think that at some point you have to one of the things I think you have to get your butt to the gym mm-hmm. every day. One and of the things I heard back when I started kind of self-help and started like self-improvement was last year after our, after Ali and I broke up, I heard this really really awesome thing and it, it was about nutrition. And he was talking about you know it's about changing your mindset mindset to being this is my lifestyle now and when I make a mistake it is a mistake and I'm going to think about it as a mistake, but my lifestyle is this. And it really helped me. Like when I was like my lifestyle, when I just made the conscious effort of my lifestyle is that I work out every day. If I don't make it to the gym, then that's a mistake. I made, I made a mistake that day or I just wasn't able to make that day happen, but that's not my lifestyle. My lifestyle is that I'm getting to the gym every day and same with eating well. Yeah. I had a, a hamburger today. But that's not my lifestyle. My lifestyle is, is that I'm eating at home most of the time. That's my lifestyle. That's what the life I want to live. And just that simple psychological change made me feel like my life was changing or that my lifestyle was different because I saw the mistakes not as my lifestyle. I saw the mistakes as mistakes and and and. So did that increase your ability to not make mistakes? Yeah, I, I would say then so. it worked. I absolutely. That's good. Yeah. So that that is actually that's pretty important to at least lay that out and say, you know, I'm not I'm not you know, it's like you know, I don't have a lot to draw from, but for massage, it's kind of it's complicated because that's a good way of looking at it, but then you also think 
like for massage, the way what I'm trying to say is, is like when I'm working on people and they really like what I'm doing. So that's a good day. That's my lifestyle, right? Like that's, but it doesn't always happen. Sometimes I get people who just don't like what I do, don't like my style of massage, don't like, you know, getting wrecked, but they need it. And, you know, I found it's really important to just kind of stay neutral. And I can't, like when I get really happy with the good times, that makes me really depressed with the bad times. Mm. So it's like, I don't, I don't get happy with the good clients anymore because if I don't let the good clients alter my emotions, I have an easier time not letting the bad clients, not altering my emotions. Interesting. So it's like, you have to be careful because, you know, it's like, if you say your lifestyle is this and then everything else is a mistake, it's like, that's a lot of mistakes you're going to be making. Mm. Now, if it actually helped changing your mindset, then that's good. But you it know, did, but now I'm a now I'm you're a viewing year. everything you do wrong yeah. as a just total mistake totally and, and the last like, couple not... of months has been really hard because you're making a lot of fucking mistakes well my life is just totally not the life I want to live right and okay so what do I do about that and how do I even come out of the hole now you know and it's like it's... well we had car accidents and that put a massive like I didn't I didn't get to the gym for two months and it wasn't just because I was being lazy it's because I had to go to the doctor four times a week. I drove you around for a whole month. You know, it was like, there was just a lot of problems. Yeah. And that's life. Yeah, that's life. And it's like, okay, so how, uh, uh, I didn't view it as mistakes back then, but now that that time of my life is kind of over. You see it as a waste. Yeah. It's, it's a big waste of time. Yeah. That and, couple months was a waste. And now I'm like, I almost feel like I'm back to square one, even though I'm not, you know, last year, the effort that I did put in was good. I learned a lot. I did a lot. I exercised a lot. I'm still in really good shape compared to where I was, but gosh, it's just like, so, I want a bullet journal. I want to write. I'm not the playing most guitar as much as I thing want to. is manipulating your wants, like all the things you want to achieve, manipulating your goals into power pushing you rather than weight on top of you and it's mm. like so what does that look like like how do you transform your goals into from daunting tasks that are you can look back at your life and be like oh everything i've done up to now isn't really fucking working and it's like and it's not helping me achieve the goals that i have currently you know it's like what mind what switch needs to occur in order for you to look back on your past and, and instead of thinking, oh, wow, that was a waste. It's like, no, that's building me up to get to where I need to be today. Interesting. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, every day is a new day and there's going to be days and months and years even that you don't, you're going to say your net profit is at losses, like yeah. you're losing, you know? And it's like, well, that's not really a reason to not work and it's generally day. if you're doing anything you know it's wrong uh, the, the the answer is that it's just wrong your general your Why? net profit is because if you're learning anything or doing anything with your time it might not be the exact goals that you maybe set out before but let's put it this way you want to become an MMA fighter great but over the last year you spent a lot more time building your massage clientele. Not necessarily because that's what you wanted, but because that's the opportunity you had. Would you see that year as a net loss because you didn't do what you wanted? Or do you see it as a gain because of what you accomplished? 
it's gain mm. because I didn't lose anything. I, I, I want massage clientele. I want to work out consistently. It's like, I'm, you know, I would like to do it perfectly and build both at the same time. But it's like, you know, I have, I've net gained for, you know, mixed martial arts and Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu like I, for the last year. But yeah. I, right now I'm in a downtrend and it's like, I'm not working out cause I can't afford the gym right now cause I've transitioned jobs. So it's like, I didn't, I would say my massage has been a net completely loss. It's like, yeah, I'm at a better place and I make more money per massage, but I don't do as many massages. So it's like, but my body feels a bit better because I'm not, you know, overworking myself. So mm. it's just hard, you know, it's like, I don't, Okay, let me get that same exact perspective. Let's look at my last year, right? I started a band. Um, we played a couple of shows. And then we released a record. Played one more show, and then my drummer left. How, how am I... How would you say, from a, a third-person perspective, I should view that? I don't think it's up to the third person. It's just mm. up to you. Period. Okay, so if I said I, I think viewed anyone, it as a loss. I think anyone could look at you and say, yeah, you fucked up or it was a waste of time because now you don't have a drummer. But I think anyone also could say, wow, you've like actually got to live life and do shit you wanted to do and play music and you played shows and that's fucking awesome. So it's like, you know, that's up to you. And I think... For people like you and me, we automatically go to net loss. It's like, yeah. whatever it is, we lost. We Because it doesn't matter how well we do, people who are hardworking and have really, you know, have big goals and it's like they're always going to look back and find problems. But there is truly problems. That That's, that's true. Like, we're not just being assholes to ourselves. Like, there is truly problems. And you have to be honest with yourself and say, yeah, those are truly problems that I but need to But are they fix. problems that I could have ch- changed? Like, I couldn't yes. have done anything different. 100%. What? Not do music. Okay. Go get a job. Put Make money. My effort in somebody somewhere else. Yes. Okay. Because you don't have much to show for music now. Because your drummer left. Yeah. You know? Didn't make any money. You had a really good thing going, drummer left. It's like, okay, well, but... You didn't know that while you were in it, that you were going to spend a year working your ass off trying to make money doing music, and then your drummer was going to leave at the very last minute. You know, it's like that. No one knows, so you can't look at it as a net loss, but you have to look at it as, what do I want to spend my time doing moving forward in the future, and how do I do my best to say, next year, I'm going to look back at this year and say net gain, even for someone like us who doesn't have net gain. What would Gary V say to me? Because I, I'm choosing to focus on my passions and what I'm good at rather than just focusing on making money because of what other people think about me. I think he'd be really happy with that. And he would say, be patient and work hard. Okay. Like, but you have to work fucking hard. I do. You can go to bed every night and say, I did everything I could today to make music and sell it. I'm, well, I mean, not right this second. I did last year, but everything, no, not right now. Every day, you could go to bed and say that I did everything I could today to make music and sell it. Yeah, last year. I don't know about that, man. Be honest. I couldn't have done any more than I did. I literally couldn't have... I can't build a brand, build a business, produce a record. Like, I couldn't have done any more. 
I couldn't have spent any more money on it. I could. I didn't have any more resources to throw at it. Except for time. Maybe, but I. the rest of my time I was playing guitar and working on actually getting better at... That's not necessarily true. This is ultimately a question for yourself. Yeah. So if you're perfectly satisfied, then that's up to you. Like, I've never been perfectly satisfied, though. It's like, I spend a lot of time doing shit I shouldn't be doing. Like what? Like... Sitting in my car watching fucking podcasts before I go into the gym. Like, I'll spend two hours, like, fucking, not really, but, like, I'll spend an hour and a half in the parking lot just fucking, you know, getting high and fucking watching podcasts. And then the next thing I know, an hour and a half went by, and it's like, fuck, I gotta go work out. Then I'm not high anymore, so I have to smoke a little bit more and then go work out. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably not an appropriate use of your time. But listening to podcasts, I mean, it depends on what the podcast is about. I wouldn't say it's not an appropriate use of my time. I think if I use my time more appropriately, you can always do more with your time. That doesn't mean you are necessarily wasting all your time, but I think you can do more. And like, maybe I'll get to a point one day where I'll be like, yeah, I I couldn't have done any more. But right now I'm definitely not at that point. And Mm. I think it's scary to be where you're at. Because you said you did everything for a whole year and you have nothing to show for it. So like that, maybe music isn't have, the best option. I don't have nothing to show for it. I just don't have what financial other people... Gain. Financially, I have nothing to show for it. That doesn't mean I don't have anything to show for it. Like, I do have a record but that I are, am pretty proud of. But that doesn't... That's not enough. For you. I'm talking about for you. That's true. You're still depressed about it. Like, it's still not where you wanted it to be. You know, and it's like, well, I wouldn't. Okay, let's put it this way: if Matthias wouldn't have left the band, I wouldn't feel that way. I would have felt like everything I've done is continuing to lead up to, to build. Yeah. yeah. So it's not that. You know, it's almost a. a it's like the circumstance resulted in me feeling bad about what I spent my time on. Not that during that time I would have felt bad about spending my time on Okay, but what would you say about the person who spent last year working a full-time job and doing everything to accomplish their dream of music? They didn't. Do you think that person's out there? Do you think that person exists? Nope. I do. Who? I don't fucking know. There's 300 million people in the United States. I guarantee there's someone who worked a full-time job and worked towards, maybe didn't achieve quite as much as you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they wouldn't have achieved as much as I did. Because I know the amount of time it takes. There's a fucking kid. They would have either had to. There's a kid who yodeled in Walmart and now has a full record deal. Okay. Okay. So are you, you know, it's like, is there more you could have done? Could you have gone viral somehow? You know, could you like, like, is there more you could have done? That's, it's impossible for me to say. I Why? don't, maybe there's more I could have done, but there's no more that I could have accomplished because I didn't accomplish anything more. You don't think if you strategically organized every day, to fit in a workout, uh, work session. Last year, I did that. Okay. Did you work for mom every day too? Almost. Yeah, during the summer. 
when we were producing the end of the summer, I was working. I got the case management job. Yeah, I got fired from that because the owner was a complete butt. But I mean, for most of the year last year, I was working. There you go. Then I, I'm just questioning you. I'm not saying you're right or wrong or you didn't no, do enough or like, and but like, yeah, I'm not taking anything you're saying the personally. The point is, is that that's scary. I don't ever want to be able to look back and said I did everything I could because then that means you're at your max. And it's like, that's, you don't want to do that to yourself. I think you should look back and you should find everything you didn't do. That's true. I mean, okay. I could look back and say. You want growth. You don't want, like, there's no. I could say I may have been able to spend my time in different places or that. But life doesn't, I don't know if life necessarily works that way either. You know, sometimes it things take time. One year is small in the grand scheme of things. Not to me. It's because I massage, you know, people who are in their mid-30s and 40s and 50s, and they literally all complain about the same thing. What? I didn't do enough. I didn't live my life. Everyone does not have enough time to do the things they think they need to do. But it's because they don't do it. It's not because they don't have enough time. So let's... Okay, so I'm never going to look back on last year and say at least I didn't try. You did try. Exactly. It's good. I mean, it would have been worse had I gone and, I don't know, worked for mom full time and not put any effort into music. Right? Yeah, that I don't think... You know, but... Just depends I may on, have gained a little it, bit more financially, but probably not enough. But you to, don't have financial goals, so that's not. I do have financial. goals. You shouldn't goals. measure your goals based off of your finances. You didn't spend the last year working towards finances. No, that doesn't mean I don't have financial goals, though. Okay, well then you spent your year wrong. If you have financial goals and you didn't spend your time working towards that, then you know, like you have a priority list of goals, and I think you spent your time doing what you wanted to do to advance your goals in music. But then you should be happy with yourself. Why aren't, you know, why aren't we happy with ourselves? Because we're not where we think we should be. Or are we? No. Let's put it this way. What would be the perfect you right now? Can you describe that person to me? Yep. Okay. Do it. Wake up every morning at five o'clock, work out for two hours. Where do you live? Here is fine. Okay. That, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't Living with your mom doesn't bother you. No. Okay. Continue. As long as I'm contributing to my mom and I'm going to start really contributing. So. Okay. So waking up, working out two hours every morning, just a whole onslaught of stretching. Go to a specialized gym do some Muay Thai or Jiu-Jitsu for an hour after that. Go to work. Work for six hours, and I'd like to be booked for five of those hours at least. Okay. Every day. Minus the weekend. And on the weekend, I'd like to work out on the weekend too. Maybe have one day off a week from working out, you know. But I'm when I say work out every day, I also mean like stretching and intermittently like you don't maybe, want to move like work destroy out your hard body. three times a week and stretch and also be doing um five days of specialized training okay and then i need to make more money than i did last year which i'm not 
on track for. So make more money on top of working out and then eating healthy. Okay. So, and by healthy, I mean uh, a diet with 100% discipline. So whatever I choose to eat, I don't break it. Okay. So that I might not stick to a high fat diet, you know, I need to try it fully and work out and see how I feel. And, you know, maybe I can do a mixture of high fat diet with, you know, a little bit of carbs at night and, you know, I just need to, but discipline. So disciplined diet. Okay. So what's in the way of you having a disciplined diet? Because I, I haven't seen you necessarily write out what your allowances for carbs, fats, and proteins are in a day. Would you feel more comfortable with your diet if you simply had a plan and you were sticking to it? Mm, I mean, I have a plan. What is it? Carb restriction. Full carb restriction. Yeah. Right now. But it's also, you know, that might change. It might change really soon because it's like, you know, I'm trying to work out every day. And I think if you want to work out every day, you need to be, you know, restoring your muscles and your and you know fats are great but sometimes you know it just depends on how hard I'm working out I want to feel optimal yeah. so that's you know but as we the, you know the conversation goes on you just get broader and broader it's like okay I want to eat right okay well that's a complicated issue so I just want to feel optimal it's like okay well so that's so okay let's put it so I'm going to bring everything back around because we started the question that the prompt is what is the perfect version of you and what you're what what you started with are things you can accomplish, maybe aren't right now, but can. And what we kind of ended with is things that are extremely difficult to accomplish, but you're working towards. Mm -hmm. So, why... Why is that extremely difficult to accomplish? First of all, I'd say financially. like, and, And just, like, eating right is a really difficult thing to do, especially when you're not completely shopping for yourself. You rely on me to help you make your dinners. Um, you know, you I think if I did like 100% just do it for myself, I think I could do it pretty financially because I don't need ver- variety. So I could eat, you know, two avocados, four eggs and a steak every day and be perfectly fine with that mm-hmm. for every day forever. You know, it's like, it's just, so why, and I don't think that's that, that expensive. So why w- aren't, okay, so just why aren't you doing Because that? I'm paying you to make me dinner. So why don't you make yourself food? I could. Yeah, you could. But then I'm eating at different times and then mom's going to get mad and you know, that's like. I not. doubt that. I, I, that's a, that's a construct. I don't think anybody would be mad at you if you just chose to buy your own food and, and cook eat it, it and eat it. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. Well, that's that's something I'm going to start working on. I haven't had a lot of time to work on, you know, whew, myself and the things I want. And Why haven't you had a lot of time to work on yourself and the things you want? Friends, family, relationships. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. But so we're social beings. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to do, though. I'm not trying to break down your goals and make you feel like you haven't accomplished them. What I'm trying to do is show you that in spite of the difficulties of life, you have accomplished a lot. 
That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to show you but the I whole picture. Because it's not even close. Like, I'm okay with where I'm at. I'm not depressed with my last year. I'm perfectly happy with my last year. I spend a lot of time with my girlfriend. Like, I feel like I did a really good job in that situation. And, like, we did good. And, you know, we were renting. And that was really expensive. And now, you know, I'm back at home. So, it's like I have a bit more financial... Flexibility. Flexibility, which I really don't because I'm making way less money. I'm making, you know, like, I will see where I'm at, but at least, you know, four, like half. $400 or less a month. So not half completely, but like a third, you know. But you've also only worked at Lifetime for how long? Two months? Yeah. So you're talking about, based on the amount of time you've spent there, if you spend another two months there, you could easily make up. We'll see. Let, let's put it this way. From the time you started at Lifetime to now, what's your increase? $200. Okay. A, a paycheck. So $400 a month. Okay. So percentage-wise, if you did that again over the next two months, where would you be? Three hundred. Another, like another. If you percentage wise were to go up at the same percentage. Um. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like three hundred. Okay. So. In but four I, I, months. I also went on vacation. I missed a paycheck. You know, it's like I'm, I'm. You know, we'll see. I think I'm doing pretty good, but I just don't know how I'm doing because I haven't worked a full two weeks in a while. So okay. It's like I got to do that and see where I'm at. That's true. That'll be super helpful. But. You know, I still see, you know, I still, like, yesterday I didn't have any clients all day, you know, except for Dana, my boss, which was, you know, she hooked it up. She paid me pretty good, so. That's nice. Do you get paid hourly for that time? No. Because you're on commission? Yep. I only get paid per massage I do. And I don't get paid for massaging employees. Okay. Because it's free. Have you started? Unless they tip me, which they usually do. Yeah. Have you started doing chair massage while you're there? Mm, I did Sunday. I did, you know, because they had a cycling event. I like doing it at events. Okay. I don't like just going and doing chair massage for the random people who are walking upstairs to go work out. Cause, okay. But like for the events, like we did, like there was, they kicked off the cycling thing for the summer now. So like they're running a cycling program for people to go, you know, cycle. And I did, and I, you know, they all got back and there was waffles being made and shit for everyone. And I was doing chair massage and I got like two people, I, I got like four or five people on my chair, but I got two people that I think are going to book with me. So we'll see. But it's just hard on my ego because I don't know how good of a therapist I am because I'm not being exposed to that many clients. So it's, Mm. and like, I don't know, you know, it's like, I'm doing pretty good. I get a lot of them to rebook and stuff, but it's also like, I'm not busy. Well, just, I mean, not to stroke your ego, but I did, Matt did talk to me the last time I was at the gym and he was like, yeah, I think Blake is killing it. He's, he's an excellent therapist. Like I hear him when he check somebody out and after he's massaged them and the things he tells them and and the way he talks to them he's awesome so I'm not trying to stroke your ego but I am unfortunately yeah I do want you to feel like I'm not concerned about my exit you know like I'm good at talking to people but I want my massage to be perfect and it's like 
some days I'm in a bad mood and I just not I'm not mm. on it and I'm not doing it. You know, it's like why am I in a bad mood? And what does cause you to be in a bad mood? My life. Okay. <laughs> you know, friends, family, relationships. Interesting. Relationships. Relationships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So I mean, I think you're doing something effectively about that, though. Yep. And we don't have to get into it, but that you know. F- recognizing the problem we talked about this yesterday because mom of course we had a long conversation with her and she's so stressed out what are her problems are they that big not really and what can she do to they're actually they're big but what she can do to fix them is infinite because she doesn't just like you when i was telling you you don't want to get trapped and saying oh i look back at last year and i said i did everything you know it's like it's true. if mom looked back and said she did everything well she's fucked you know, because she is not happy with where she's at. So you can't look back and say you did everything and then today you're not happy. Because then it's like, okay, well, you're going to do everything and never be happy. So you have to admit to yourself first that you haven't done everything you need to do. And that's why, you know, I kind of took a shot at mom pretty hard. I was like, okay, like, you know, I, we don't have to get into that either necessarily. It's super specific. But I just said, you know, do you have self-esteem issues with certain tasks? Like, are you, do you think... You're not doing things to the fullest of your ability. Or do you think in the past you haven't quite done the things and you need to do? And she immediately said, well, she brushed it to one side, but agreed that yes, she yeah. feels that way. Yeah. And she blamed other parties, which I think are responsible and that's perfectly fine. But, and she, you know, but she also looked back and said, no, I was working so I can, I can accomplish those things. You know, it's like, okay, well. Do you know that for sure? Like, yeah. Could you have been working full time and been accomplishing the things you need to be? And then there's on? the whole idea of like, okay, do we want to look at our lives right now and say we're not doing enough? You know, not everything is perfect, and sometimes it takes time to notice there are problems, and sometimes after we notice those problems, it takes time to figure out what the solutions are. And and one of the reasons that I can say last year, okay, maybe I didn't do everything and and I'll give you that, but I did most of what I could do. I took at least at the very least, I took every opportunity that was presented to me and did the most I could do with it. So did I do everything? Did I go and seek out extra opportunities? No, I, I would say I didn't necessarily do that, but I did take every opportunity that I could. And I did seek out as many opportunities as I thought I could. Could I have maybe done more? Yeah, and I'll, I'll give you that. Um, so that's why I can look at my point right now and I can say, do things need to maybe change? For sure. I, I do think that things maybe need to change and my, my focuses need to change. But I want to be happy with who I am and the things that I've done. And I want to be happy with the way that my life looks. And that's why I was talking to mom yesterday. Like, life is actually pretty good the way it is right now. You know, I get to make dinner for my family. Is there stress? Yeah, everybody has stress, especially in our culture today. That doesn't mean that our lives are bad. (laughs) You know, we get to drive around. We get to go to Starbucks in the morning. Like we get to enjoy the sunshine. We're not like living under tyranny. Our lives aren't bad, but that should be more motivation to say, yeah, but I'm still fucking it up. You know, are you? Because we just talked about that. We talked about that for almost 20 minutes. Are you actually completely screwing it up? Or are you pretty much just attempting to do everything you can with the opportunities that are presented to you? And could you do more? Maybe. But 
maybe you're not doing enough. Maybe none of us are. And I do think we need to have a point of reference so that we can say, there's more that I can do. I don't think that that point of reference should be beating us into the dirt so that we feel unaccomplished all the time or that we look back on our life and said, I never reached the potential that I expected. You know, because, you know, it was really, really hard on me with when, um, what's his name? The lead singer of Chester Bennington when he killed himself. It was like, Oh, Lincoln Park. Yeah, it was really hard on me. Like, it still almost wants to bring me to tears because I'm a musician and he... Made it and was still depressed? He wa- He is the... He's the, you know, like, that is what I want for my life, you know? Same with the lead singer of Soundgarden, Chris Cornell. Incredible musician, incredible vocalist. Like, I get chills when I hear his vocals, if I could be half of what that guy is, I would be, I would feel like I made it. But would I? You know, and that's a really important thing. Like, we need to be very careful about beating ourselves into the ground and saying we're, we're trash all the time, you know, because maybe we have made it. Not, not that, I'm, I'm not trying to remove the, our potentials, right? But could you look around now and say that if this was the, your life, and this is what you accomplished in your life, could you just take a breath for one second and say, you know, I, I did it. I, I've done it Absolute, at the most I in could. In that context, 100%. Okay. I'm not, I'm unsatisfied, but I'm not depressed. I, yeah. Like but I'm, not being satisfied leads to depression about your life. Mm. Okay, I'm hungry. Great. You know what I'm saying? That's a way better way to describe it. But yeah. I'm not satisfied. That's, you know, it's the Yeah, same thing. but being hungry and being satisfied at the same time, you know, you can, you can say. You know, at least I've got, my life has led me to the point now where I'm still, I'm questioning what the fuck I need to be doing and how the fuck I need to be doing it. Exactly. That's okay. And that's like, good. Hey, your life now has led to a point where we can have this conversation. Yeah. And I'm at the age and I'm optimal. You know, it's, I'm starting, you know, it's just. Feels like you're a little bit late to the game, you know? It's like, there's people my age who have 100,000 followers on Instagram that can post a post for $5,000 a piece. It's like, that's ridiculous. Why can't I, why have not I not done that? Mm. Why, like, there's so many opportunities. Like, why have I not gotten, why have I not optimized any of those? Is it up to you? Yeah. You think? Well, I think so. I mean... Let's say, let's put it this way. You and I talk really well. We have great conversations and we like to podcast. Our podcast doesn't have a million followers on it. Does that mean we've wasted our opportunity? No. But could we market our podcast better? We probably could. Yeah. Absolutely we could. Okay. So why aren't we doing that? I don't know. Maybe we don't really, maybe we don't. Maybe we don't trust ourselves. Yeah. Maybe we're not confident what the fuck we're talking about. Which that's we're true. not. And that's kind of the point of this podcast is like, we're not, we don't know everything and neither do you, you know? And it's like, I think like we're trying to figure out a foolproof system for how to do life well. And it's like, 
That's fucking complicated. It, you know? It's way more complicated. Like, okay, I can hear, dude. But Gary V shows up on my Gary stupid v, Facebook we every single day, no. and it's like, dude, you say that if I just follow my dreams, my life is gonna look perfect. Like, no, that's not the way it works, and it's way more complicated than that. And I hate the one fix fix all. You know, like it's not just following your dreams. Like I can push as hard as I want and not make it. And I can't feel like my life is a waste of time or like I'm never going to do anything important with my life. If I don't make it because of those things It's the same thing that dad talks about. Gary V doesn't say chase your dreams. He says double down at at what what you're you're good at. at. Okay. But what if you don't know what you're good at? You do know what you're good at. I'm good at music. Mm, I think you're better at entrepreneurship. Yep. Okay. So, Let's say I'm better at entrepreneurship. I'd say even management. So I should try to find a management, a mid-level at, management position. You're good at fixing systems. Yeah, Gary Vee's gonna love me for that. <laughs> mid-level management for the rest of my life. Like that's the if life. If you I spent live. the last year doing mid-level management, you'd probably be that much fucking closer to starting your own business. Why? Because you would know more. Mid-level managers aren't any closer to starting their own businesses. That's not true. Entrepreneurs are. Well. I started my own business last year. That was way different. A lot of entrepreneurs. I took risks last year. That's a lot harder than mid-level management. I didn't make $50,000 and live in a comfy apartment, you know, and I, and, and that, that's like, that's half of what I'm saying. You know, I, I I am doubling down on what I'm good at and I agree with you. Like there are things I'm good at and there are things that I'm not so good at. Um, you know, I definitely didn't double down on playing Overwatch. You know what I mean? Like, be, hey, people stream that and they make great money. And it's like, come on, you kidding me? Like, they make way more than I'll probably ever make in our, my life. And they're literally streaming Overwatch with a shitty, you know, webcam. It's like, that's their life. And I didn't double down on that because I'm not that good. You know, and I knew it. And I so I didn't, like, put all of my eggs in that basket. I think you could be as good as some of the people who are making money doing it. So you think I should double down on it? <laughs> you don't want to put all your uh, eggs, in one, eggs in one basket. Okay, but Gary V would say differently, right? But eh, to some extent, yeah. He doesn't I don't think he would be for you know putting all your eggs in one basket. But that's kind of how he talks, though. It really is. Well, it's because there's a lot of truth to it. Yeah, if you're good at something, do that thing. And don't waste your time on other things, you know. Learn other things and and learn what you can because there's a lot to be learned. But don't, like, waste your time trying to become the best at everything, you know. Or or trying to impress all of the people around you with everything you can do. You know, one of the things I'm good at is cooking. I'm really good at cooking compared to most of the people that I've eaten from, even restaurants. But I don't think it's like my calling. But why? And then, and so this is so these are some of the problems. Like we'll start talking about in later podcasts too. Is like, you know, how do you figure out <laughs> what it is you're good at exactly? Because I don't think that it's exactly um, perfectly transparent what it is you're good at. Let's put it this way: Do you think that massage was the exact right? decision for you coming out of high school? I mean, who the fuck knows if I could have done something better, but yeah, mm. for me, yes. It you is, think so? Yeah, it's great. worked out perfectly. Yeah. You've made great money. Yeah, I mean, okay. you've paid off your debt as far as, like, the amount of money you made. 
I mean, you didn't have debt because dad helps you pay, but as far as the amount of money you've made, you've you've made more than what you spent on school. Yeah. I haven't since I graduated. Yeah, well, your school is a lot more expensive than mine. Well, that and trying to find a job that pays me even 50 grand a year, that's all. That's hard to you find. Didn't, you didn't try to find a job. Yeah, that's true. But that's okay. Well, you, you, I had different. You had other objectives. objectives. I think if you would have tried, I think you could have found something that would have been, you could have justified and said, okay, this is enough money for what I'm worth. You think? Yeah, there was a guy last night, uh, one of my clients just offered, he was like, yeah, if you know anyone looking for a job for a sales position, like we're starting people at 40 grand baseline plus commission. It's like, okay, well, fine. Well, it's selling what? Tech. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember Yeah, and hey, you're right. Like, I could have gone and started selling pharmaceuticals. I'd be making, well, I'd be making very, very, very good money. I'm a salesperson who does that. They yeah. Make, they make great money. Well, they sell their soul It's their also money. getting a little bit fucked, though, because they, the, the pharmaceutical reps really aren't the problem. It's truly the insurance companies, because the mm. insurance companies come in and say, you have to prescribe this for this. Or else it's like we're not gonna like cover it. Yeah, and it could, like I don't know if it's quite like that, but it's fucked like that. Like, no, the I insurance- do know. I, I I absolutely believe that, especially like uh, pain medications and yes. stuff. They they insurance company choose uh, what the doctors prescribe. Yeah, specific. Uh, so that's yeah. fucked. Now what these drug reps do is they go and just pitch these new drugs to the doctors and say, "This is what our drug does. Like it is really cool." And here's like, and they can lay it out. You know, and then they can really talk about, you know, how it benefits and the tests and whatever. And it's like, interesting. then it's up to the fucking doctor to say, okay, well, was, is this drug going to be good or going to be bad? You yeah. know, can the doctor look at the tests that have been done with this drug and say, okay, well, where the, is the testing sufficient? Like the doctor should be able to do that. That's true. And I think that my biggest problem is, is that I have enough education that like, let's say I have a new drug that I'm selling. I'm going to do the research on it. If I don't like that research, I'm not going to want to sell the drug. Yeah. I think, if I don't like the research, I think you have play though. Like you, you do have play as to what drugs you sell. Do you? Yeah. Okay. But are there are there drugs you even want to sell? That's true. And hey, I I it's not like I've completely uh, xed out that potential for my future. Yeah. No you know, it's like I, I I I'm not completely. You know, the other thing that like I'll just bring up because it's it's a way that I've been living my life and up to this point things have worked out. Not the way I wanted them to, but I've lived a comfortable, happy life, I would say, is that I really put it in God's hands. Like, I, I say, listen, I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to do. I have, like, literally no confidence in my ability to choose what's best for me. Um, but I leave myself open to any opportunity that comes my way. And I do my best best to take full advantage of that opportunity and to stretch my skills and to learn as much as I can you know and it's like that's all I can do I I I I would even take it a step further and say okay well if that's the case then you also need to take full responsibility for what it is you do and you know it's not God's fault it's you chose no oh no 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 no. I don't I'm not blaming anybody on on where my what my life looks like I'm simply saying if I am going to be a pharmaceutical rep, I believe to the core of my being that 
that opportunity will become transparently available to me. And it'll be like, either I know somebody or somebody brings that opportunity to the table and says, this is a door now open to you. Okay, well, I would say being a drug rep is transparently available to you compared to me. You mm. have a molecular biology degree. Like, mm. you are already on the doorstep. It, you know, it's like, you put your attention where your focus is, where you're aiming at, and that's and that's okay. That's perfectly fine, you know? It's, but that is, you could I be... I have, I mean, I have looked up, like, jobs for pharmaceutical reps before. Yeah. And I didn't really, that, um research didn't really lead to anything you know the companies were kind of hard to get into you know they're they're really really big the way that you have to like submit your application and everything it's like it's not necessarily it's a more it's it would take more time and energy to do that than i think it's worth comparatively to the other opportunities that i have but in that front doesn't of me. mean it's not transparent that just means it's a bit harder and it's not worth the time you want to put into it compared to the other opportunities i have it's it's all like a comparative analysis. If I didn't have anything else going on, then it would be like, okay, this is my next step. So, yeah. 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 Absolutely. You definitely, I mean... But then I have to balance all of my opportunities too. Like, I could become a part-time waiter right now, and I really kind of want to do that. It's like almost like speaking to me, like, I really want to become a waiter so that I can make a little bit of extra cash, and it's like a part-time job, and I can kind of do music at the same time. You know, so that's like an opportunity that seems open to me. But like, okay, why can't I do that with pharmaceuticals? Well, pharmaceuticals would be like a full-time, maybe even more than full-time position. You know, am I supposed to completely give up on music? I don't know. And those are like, that's when it becomes very, very complicated. How do I actually make (laughs) the decision of where I'm supposed to put my energy? Do I give up on the things that I love in order to focus on money? Or do I double down on what I'm good at? Or do I, you know kind of take every opportunity as it is and and put a little bit of energy into the things and see what starts like uh see what my life starts working with you know it's like I don't know I don't I don't I don't know and I'm trying just, well that's and I think you you also hit on it a little bit you can only do what is available so but you can also do everything that's available so if you're financially safe and you're doing, you know, it's like, yeah, you're not making money, but you're financially completely safe. You know, it's like you have safety nets all around you. It's like, well, then, you know, you don't necessarily have to pour all your energy into your finances, you know. It's, but some people out there aren't financially safe. And it's yeah. like, you can't do your dreams. So that's the you other thing. You just fucking like, go to work I, and work I, hard. I asked this question to mom just a couple of days ago because she brought up the general, like, you know, and, and this is not like... A, to, to bash her at all because it's a really good conversation to have but you know I'm not making any money right now and is that necessarily the most effective use of my time I don't know yet and I'm trying to figure that out and, and I don't think so right now I do think that I need to find a couple of more opportunities to, to make some money because things are getting tight around the house and I want to be able to help um, I did double down on like trying to make some changes around the house so that I could be a more functioning member like making dinners and going shopping and all of the things that kind of were slipping through the cracks and and starting to cost us more you know so I tried to make the the family money that way but we had the conversation of what 
would it have been an effective use of my last year to have doubled down and tried to make more money than just playing music instead? It depends on what your goal is. Yeah, but I didn't need to make money. And my goal was music. That's not necessarily true, though. It depends on what your goal is. If you want to buy a Ferrari, then yeah, you spent your last year the wrong fucking way. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Depends on what your goals are. But my goal, I mean, my goal is to potentially make music that gets on the scene and, and at least makes me enough money that I don't have to focus on another job. Then yeah, it wouldn't have been worth it for you to spend any time chasing a job. Yes. Because then you'd be spending your resources in the wrong areas. Exactly. So, yeah, it just depends on what your goals are. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that... Do you have the most optimal goal for your own happiness? It would be impossible for me to... I do think for my happiness, it's the most. it was the most optimal goal. Was? Last year. So not anymore. I haven't decided yet. You know, I'm still looking for another drummer. We'll see. I don't know. You know, I don't think that an opportunity is necessarily opened up to me that so says yes or no. So I think you let a lot of... I think the difference between you and me is this. Is you don't worry about the shit that you don't have control of. And mm. you let that kind of shape the decisions you make. So if an opportunity presents itself, if you get a drummer, then like, cool. Like me, if I was in your position, it would be all in or all out. It would be like, if I'm in, I'm not going to wait to find a drummer. I'm going to fucking find a drummer and that's it. And I'm going to work until I find a drummer. You know, it's like, and I'm going to say six months from now, if I don't have a drummer, I'm done, you know, but it's in my control 100% if I find a drummer or not, you know, and that's the case for like, I don't let shit just happen to my life. And I'm not saying you're doing it the wrong way. I'm just, you know, saying, my How piece. you do it. And it's like... I mean, yeah, I could come up with argument. Like, yeah, let's... I could put all of that stress on myself and say, I'm going to give up on music if I don't find a drummer stress. within six months. It's stress. Yeah, but at the same time, let's say month seven rolls around, but I've had opportunities to make money and I've had opportunities that I can continue working with my family and, and play the role that I'm supposed to play. And I haven't been all out for financial gain so that so much that I'm going to give up on the other opportunities that I are in front of me in order just because finances. You're giving up on opportunities by not chasing finances. You know, it's all about what you want. Mm. So you have to make the decision of what your goal is. And I think you have to make the, you have to create a plan to achieve that goal. Mm -hmm. Nothing is outside of your control. Everything is in your control. Yeah, I would, I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah. And it's, you don't just, I mean, yeah. And just taking a step further is you don't wait for opportunities. You know, it's like, I'm not sitting back and waiting for, for sure opportunities you're not. either. For sure you're I not. mean, like I have done, I've, I put the things out on Facebook. Like I, I talked to Andrew. Intuitive it's intuitive like, to wait around for an opportunity. I don't think no. anyone's doing that. No, I agree. But are you spending your time, your decisions on everything you can do to reach your goal and is your goal optimal mm. and if you know it's like you got to decide if this is what you want and it's like okay well you've seen very successful lead singers very depressed so it's totally like, okay so maybe that's not what you want who knows you know mm -hmm. 
I, I don't think happiness, happiness for me isn't a part of the equation at all because happiness is a choice, in my opinion. That's true. And I think you should do some very basic things to make sure that that choice is easier, like eating right, sleeping right, you know, not being Waking completely up at the same time lazy. Every day. Yeah. I think if you're, you know, if you get those three, like eating right, sleeping right, and working out, at least three times a week, you don't really have to worry about happiness. You just have to worry about what you're doing with your time. Mm. Happiness, as long as you're achieve, pushing towards your goals and checking constantly that they're the most optimal goal you could be pushing towards and you eat good and you work out, you're good. You're solid. Like Yeah. And if and if you're not good and you're doing all those things, then like you can email me and we'll have a conversation about it. Yeah, and maybe it would it'll be, change my mind. Well, and it would be interesting just to be like, okay, what problems are occurring in your life that make you feel unhappy? You know, and and Jordan Peterson would say, hey, sometimes people have some real big problems. Absolutely. Like I got can- like my kid got cancer. You know, and I don't know what to do. And it's like, yeah, okay. Listen, you know, Jordan Peterson says, you're not depressed. You know, you don't have a depression problem. Your life is in shambles. Like, you have a huge problem. And one of the things that he hasn't necessarily said that I think that would be a really, really effective way, you know, to help people like that, it's, it's, the answer is reach out. You know, reach out. Asking the question is a good place to start, but reach out. See who is there to help you. Like, See who can be a, a shoulder to lean on and 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 reach out like yeah. that. And don't try to. Do if it by your yourself. life looks like that, if there are those big of problems in your life, fix the relationships with your mom and dad first off. If you have siblings, fix your relationships with your siblings because mm-hmm. they're the first your first line of defense against huge problems. Yeah. And then after that, you know, it's like fix the relationship with your wife, fix the relationship with your husband. You know, and and like you said, you just touched on it. We're social creatures, and and I think that our biggest defense against difficult times and difficult life is community. Is community, yeah, hands down. And and you can you can become a part of your community at the very least. You can help some other people. That'll make you feel good. I assure you. Which is so funny because it's like I feel like my community has been one of my biggest problems, like mm. keeping me from doing the shit I want to do. And it's like, okay, well. <laughs> Full circle. You're yeah. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time.